Dear listeners, are you tired of the endless cycle of fad diets and extreme measures? It's time to wake up to a better weight loss solution with Robody. As someone who's been through the ups and downs of weight loss, I know firsthand the challenge of trying to find what will stick. That's why if I qualified for Robody today, I'd jump at the chance for a scientifically backed program that supports long-term success. With Robody, you'll gain access to the most popular weight loss shots on the market, paired with personalized lifestyle changes. Over 200,000 people have already chosen Row to help them lose weight. Say goodbye to the roller coaster of weight loss dreams and hello to sustainable, real results with Robody. Go to row.co slash snoozecast. Sign up today and you'll pay just $99 for your first month and $145 a month after that. Medication costs are separate. That's ro.co slash snoozecast. snoozecast.com and follow us on social media and wherever you listen to podcasts. This episode is brought to you by Mountain Ranges. Tonight, we'll read a story called The White Seal from 1894's The Jungle Book, written by Rudyard Kipling. Kipling was born in India and raised both there and in England, working in India before settling to write these tales from a home he built in Vermont, USA. It's believed that Kipling wrote the collection of stories for his daughter, Josephine, who died from pneumonia in 1899, age six. Many names in the White Seal story are Russian, as the Pribilof Islands had been bought with Alaska by the United States in 1867, and Kipling had access to books about the islands. Let's get cozy. Close your eyes. Relax your body into the softness of your bed. seal. All these things happened several years ago at a place called Novastoshna, or Northeast Point, on the island of St. Paul, away and away in the Bering Sea. Limmershen, the winter wren, told me the tale when he was blown onto the rigging of a steamer going to Japan, 
and I took him down into my cabin and warmed and fed him for a couple of days till he was fit to fly back to St. Paul's again. Limmershin is a very odd little bird, but he knows how to tell the truth. Nobody comes to Nova Stoshna except on business, and the only people who have regular business there are the seals. They come in the summer months by hundreds and hundreds of thousands out of the cold gray sea. For Nova Stoshna Beach has the finest accommodation for seals of any place in all the world. Sea Catch knew that, and every spring would swim from whatever place he happened to be in, would swim like a torpedo boat straight for Nova Stoshna, and spend a month fighting with his companions for a good place on the rocks, as close to the sea as possible. Sea Catch was 15 years old, a huge gray fur seal with almost a mane on his shoulders and long, wicked dog teeth. When he heaved himself up on his front flippers, he stood more than four feet clear of the ground, and his weight if anyone had been bold enough to weigh him, was nearly 700 pounds. He was scarred all over with the marks of savage fights, but he was always ready for just one fight more. He would put his head on one side as though he were afraid to look his enemy in the face. Then he would shoot it out like lightning and when the big teeth were firmly fixed on the other seal's neck, the other seal might get away if he could, but Sea Catch would not help him. Yet Sea Catch never chased a beaten seal, for that was against the rules of the beach. He only wanted room by the sea for his nursery. But as there were 40 or 50,000 other seals hunting for the same thing each spring, the whistling, bellowing, roaring, and blowing on the beach was something frightful. From a little hill called Hutchinson's Hill, you could look over three and a half miles of ground covered with fighting seals, and the surf was dotted all over with the heads of seals hurrying to land and begin their share of the fighting. They fought in the breakers. They fought in the sand. And they fought on the smooth, worn basalt rocks of the nurseries. For they were just as stupid and unaccommodating as men. Their wives never came to the island until late in May or early in June for they did not care to be torn to pieces. And the young two, three, and four-year-old seals, who had not begun housekeeping, went inland about half a mile through the ranks of the fighters and played about on the sand dunes in droves and legions and rubbed off every single green thing.